incredible. Find out for you. Down. Zero. Radio. Welcome to the Hanging Garden Radio Show. Goth, new wave, synth pop, and industrial music with guest DJs, interviews, ticket giveaways, and news from the scene every Tuesday from 6 p.m. till 8 p.m. Pacific Time on BFF.FM. Now here's your host, Owen. This is the Hanging Garden Radio Show. This is BFF.FM Best Free Quinn Fast for ever oh yes and as i know you know i know you know i know i'm gonna tell you you know we are not coming to you from atop the tower peter murphy we are not in the kevin key studio we are not in the john well, we are not in the Al Jorgensen studio. Pardon me. We are not on John Water Street in San Francisco because we are. We are. We are. We are. We are. We are. At my house. Yes. <laughs> but you already knew that because you get mail here. Oh, man. I wanted to have someone over the other night. You know what I mean. I put a sock on the door and everything. We walk in. There you are! Hanging out on the bed. Eating my food. Watching my TV. I'm like, would would, would you mind if, if we... Oh, yeah! Yeah! You just moved over and you're like, yeah, come on on. There's room for everybody. What? Why? Why do you do these things? Why do you... You know what? This is a conversation for later, because right now we got company. We have company around this time every week, if you haven't noticed. And this time we are particularly, particularly blessed because we have with us none other than James from the scintillating synth outfit known as Male Tears. Can you hear me, James? Yes, I can hear you loud and clear, friend. Mostly loud, huh? <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Oh, you know, I'm doing fine. I'm just, you know, spending my uh, lovely time in California, you know, where I, where I live and was born and raised. Uh, just, you know, having fun, soaking up the sun, uh, being sad that every time I go out there, I'm burning to a crisp, wearing all black. But you know how that is, right? <laughs> I really do, actually. <laughs> I don't get out in the day too much, if you haven't noticed. I'm kind of oh. pasty. <laughs> mood, mood. <laughs> you lived in in. Do you live in the LA area? Uh, currently, right now, I'm stationed in the Inland Empire, but uh, I find it's like a good spot to be because uh, driving to Los Angeles or maybe Palm Springs or even uh, San Diego is only about an hour and a half away. So I feel like I can go anywhere. 
Well, I, I have uh, I have a long entangled history with Southern California, including in part the the Inland Empire area, and I have a special place in my black little heart for Riverside. Uh, you know, the, oh yes, you know it, it's only forty five minutes from the Hollywood Clubs. It's about forty five fifty minutes from from Palm Springs, and it's like you said, it's about an hour and fifteen minutes from San Diego. You're kind of you're kind of next to everything, but near nothing. Yeah, that's what it's like to be in the Inland Empire, and in fact, like Riverside, uh, it's it's kind of cooking up with like a neat little. Uh, youth-focused kind of goth scene that's happening over there currently, which I'm really loving. I'm going to, like, a lot of the club events out there, and it's always new faces. It's always a lot of people of color, too, coming. It's just, like, everyone that's kind of found it through TikTok and was like, hey, we should actually go to one of these things, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, there's... there. This is a an, a lesser known fact, but there really is a long history of of people in various goth related subcultures uh, in in the IE. Like when I lived in Southern California, that was definitely a big thing, uh, and it because it was it was cheaper, and so people would end up like I did going back and forth to the Hollywood clubs, but half the people you'd meet would live like within 20 minutes of you. If you lived in, in the Riverside, San Bernardino, uh, Ontario, Pomona area. And it was great. You know, you, you, you wouldn't have to sit in as much traffic assuming you went out at night. You know, I, I loved being out there and there have always, always is too strong a word. There have often been clubs of their own in that area. I mean, there was a long running club, in the 90s in Riverside that had the same DJs as some of the Hollywood clubs. It was great. Uh, and there have been a number of clubs since, including now. I, I've i been to clubs in Riverside even in the last few months. And I was like, this is good. Oh, man. I, I just love that. Uh, it's kind of like popping up in the places that you wouldn't really normally expect. And I'm loving that because like now... Uh, I just feel like it's kind of back to where it, I, I suppose where it used to be like back in the heyday, you know, like in the late 80s era where like people were just kind of like coming for the music more than anything. And like there was, you know, the ones that came dressed up like that was really awesome to see. And that that's but that's not everybody, you know, like a lot of people are kind of like in normal clothes out clubbing and like listening to like Suspiria on the dance floor and everyone's just vibing an alleged dance floor tragedy, if you will. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know, I could talk to you all night, and very well might, but I think maybe we should get into some of the great music you do as male tears. Would you be okay with that? Oh, yeah, let's let's go for it. Yeah, this is your dance floor. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about the song Dominate, which, by the way, is spelled D-O-M-I-N-8. The letter 8. Yeah. <laughs> the letter 8. Oh. Oh, no, I did it again. I always do that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Dominate is something that I cooked up with my bandmate uh, towards the end of 2021, actually. We were kind of so realizing that we were being swamped with like a ton of bands that uh, kind of were like us in a way. Uh, I just feel like we're all this new wave of new wave you know like a lot of kind of like the the emerging artists uh in the scene right now 
are kind of harkening back to like that kind of post-punk and like early synth kind of uh based music you know that was also very pop oriented very dance oriented but it's all very kind of 80s and like focused on new wave and like we wanted to really like make something that was heavier and more kind of distorted and like a bit creepier and like not so overtly 1980s inspired and also we had been playing a lot of our little like older songs that are much more breezy much more like orchestral maneuvers in the dark inspired stuff but we were being asked to like play those kind of songs at like bdsm clubs and like after hour dungeons and stuff like that and i really wanted to start like making music that like reflected the kind of places that we were actually experiencing like firsthand you know so that's kind of what this uh song was birthed out of you know just i want to make something that could be played somewhere where there are lots of people of all types wearing scantily dressed up in all this leather and sequins and there could be someone even getting spanked for all we know in the corner but the dj is wearing a gas mask and there's red lights and strobe lights and lots of fog machines because those are just kind of like the ai generated mishmash images in my head of all the memories put together and put a soundtrack to that you know well you've certainly done it let's say we listen to it let's roll let's do it in just a bit we are also going to go out to beautiful pittsburgh pennsylvania with dj hyam who you might know also as jim samonic he is the big juicy brain behind red locust the electronic saviors compilation which is uh, quite the achievement. There's a lot to talk about with that. And the greater distortion production stuff, we got one hell of a week coming up. I'm going to tell you all about it in the Nightlife News. We got a lot of great music, a lot of great song requests. We got me, Owen, right here on the Hanging Garden Radio Show on BFF.FM. But right now, it's our guest, Male Tears, the song Dominate, and everything that I just told you about is coming to you right now!
tener que sufrir Ya no quiero escucharte ni quiero hablar Es mejor que te largues y no vuelvas más Ya no Garden Radio Show, BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. Oh, but you already knew that. What you might not have known is that that last song was banned out of Mexico City. I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. Please forgive me if not. The band is called Calaverx. Uh, it's C-A-L-A-V-E-R-X. And the song is called Disappearance de Me. I think that that's uh, fairly self-explanatory, even to those of us that don't speak good Spanish. Uh, great death rock band out of Mexico. Definitely worth checking out. That was a request out of Florida. Thanks for bringing that up, because they are really great. Prior to that one, the classic Candy Man by Susie and the Banshees. I had suggestions to play one or another Susie songs out of the Washington, D.C. area, the Portland, Oregon area, Indiana, Seattle, Washington. 
you guys have good taste. I hope that this scratches the itch for you as much as it did for me prior to that one off a relatively new Solitary Experiments release. The song is called Wonderland. Great song. Great new album, by the way. They actually have a release since. They've been putting out a lot of stuff. That is for somebody in Nevada. And prior to that one, it was Bulb Form by Trust. That's for somebody here in the San Francisco Bay Area. And we opened that set with our guest today, Male Tears, and the song Dominate. Are you here to dominate us? Oh yeah, Thank as God. usual, right? You had me, you had me <laughs> biting my nails, James. How you doing? Oh, you know, I'm fine. I'm just uh, cruising around. I'm listening to music along with you, and what a great show it's been having <laughs> the time of my life at this party. You are extremely diplomatic. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like. I, I really do like a lot of the sounds of male tears, both yours and just, you know, in general, the watery kind. Uh, and, and so I have to ask, like, why did you pick that particular name? Because I got I to gotta say, I really, I really love it. Um, so really, it just comes from this image I saw on the internet a long time ago of the girls from Gem and the Holograms. They, they were, were like, outrageous. Truly, truly, truly outrageous. Yeah, and so huge. Oh, oh my god, they were... I, I stand them before I realized what I was doing when I was a kid. I thought they were so... Like, I loved their image, and I loved the, all that music and everything about that cartoon. But I saw an image of them on the internet where they were, like, in a... In, like, a hot... Like, they were, like, in a waterfall. Like, they were bathing in a waterfall. And I just saw the words male tears in sparkly <laughs> letters above that and i realized i know what it was trying to convey you know i understood the humor but i realized how pretty that word was because the first time i ever saw it was in like this blinky like <laughs> myspace kind of bedazzle font and i just thought that looked like the name of that's like uh it sounds pretty it sounds like kind of cute and vulnerable and like something a synth pop band would call themselves that for sure i love it and and as somebody that does like a lot of old punk uh it's not the same misfits but i actually do love the misfits their songs are better uh <laughs> so yeah <laughs> uh the danzig misfits i'm i'm a i'm a big fan of little danzig so Please don't oh, punch, I love his movies. Please don't punch me in the face, Danzig. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, do you go out dancing a lot? Like, I, I mean, you live in Southern California. Uh, I mean, we talked about clubs and stuff. What's your favorite stuff to dance to when you're out dancing? Because this stuff is really just, I mean, it's like putting on the red shoes. It's going to dance for you whether you want to or not. You know, uh, yeah, we we you know me and my uh, me and my boyfriend and uh, sometimes like we we go out with with my with my bandmate and his friends as well, and we all go as a big group to whatever club nights are happening like around in the Southern California, whatever just looks you know like popping enough for us to want to go to that, and we go there and typically like whatever we listen to like that's something that's gonna stay in my head for like a while. And eventually it kind of 
seeps into the music that we make and then it kind of goes in a cycle so like when when i really am touched by like music that i hear a dj playing it's always something that it doesn't even have to be new it just has to be something that i don't hear that often or something that kind of does something like very very different to like every other song that they were playing you know like if it's especially kind of like focused on more like modern dark wave like where they're playing like it's like a dj that's like playing a lot of like multi-doma or maybe they're playing a lot of uh lebanon hanover or she passed away kind of stuff but then they throw in like a really obscure new order song you know that just happens to sound kind of like odd and post-punky like that always is like kind of just a big emotional lift that kind of makes me want to like actually like express that in dance you know and uh and if it's not that then it's just like i don't know put on like a vnv nation uh remix that i haven't heard and i i will lose my mind to that as well and i've been also been very very known to lose my mind and my religion to uh <laughs> sisters of mercies like uh lucretia like that's always one that people see me like when they play that like i'll scream <laughs> and it's cheesy but i just love that song it's a dance song it is it absolutely is you know we, we've been dancing to it in a long time because it is a really great dance song yeah do you do you hear oh, songs yes. like that and you're just like just like i wish i had written that because yeah. that happens to me 100 percent, all the time as a musician you're always even just because like you're always pulling for inspiration you know like no like no artist emerges from nothing you know as fisher spooner once said like you don't need to emerge from nothing and you don't have to tear away from like a scene you know you can just be like german like you can percolate along with everyone and like things are gonna kind of like come out the other side from cut from the same cloth let's say but i feel like everyone everyone is a different person so of course there there are no such things as like copycats or there is no such thing in my mind as derivative art because all art is just kind of a manifestation of someone's inspiration from seeing something from experiencing something in life right uh hard agree i i definitely believe that i have always had kind of a an intellectual disagreement uh about about the idea that that you know people are are too derivative in their art, it, I'm not saying plagiarism. I mean that that's clearly different. But but we are of a time and a place, and when people create whatever it is they're creating, whether it be music or visual art or literature or just their lives, you know, when people create something, it's in response. And, and often in utilization of the environment in which they exist. You'd have to live in a vacuum not to be influenced by what's around you. Yeah, and we can see it just like within our very own like history of our, our, our music uh, and scene that it's attached to, right? Like I, I can very much see a lot of uh, the same DNA being kind of uh, shared and mutated along the lines of like the bands that have been popping up in the last thir like 10 to 15 years at this point now you know we're in the 2020s now baby yeah yeah we i you mentioned earlier you mentioned that you know music 
uh, has it, it's your music is influenced by some of the things from the past and all that. And and then you brought up some current bands that are, you know, also clearly influenced by stuff from the past. But what you all have in common is that you're not doing the past. You're extending into the future. Sometimes I look at it like this. When it comes to like post-punk bands, like I think you said She Passed Away and Molchat Doma, when, when you're talking about bands like that, they don't sound like 1985. They sound like 1992 if there hadn't been 30 years between 1990 and 2020. Like if you just ripped that out of the calendar, the next stage in that music could have been Molchat Doma. And so I feel like they are doing something new and extending the genre forward, but doing it from the place of where it, it never stopped, but from the place where it started to divide. Is that how you see it? 100% because like, see the thing is like I, back in like the late 2000s when I was like uh, in my late teens, I was like, really wanting to like i had seen like goth people everywhere all the time and i always thought like you know like one day <laughs> you know <laughs> one day like, growing up in, like yeah well just like i was i grew up in like a pretty conservative household so like you know like being just alternative at all was like hard to express you know but like i always thought to myself like you know one day but like i always wanted to know like what is goth music you know and in that era of the internet like it was it was a crapshoot you know it was like really hard to even understand it because like the one like you know information was not so centralized and a lot of stuff was very scattered and unless you were looking at like a compendium of like someone's um like a college dissertation that someone uploaded to the internet that's kind of just like tracking the the history of death rock in la or something very niche like that there wasn't like a lot of ways to like find it online and i would go on to like vampirefreaks.net and seeing like okay genres and there was only three genres and it was goth industrial metal like that's all that <laughs> matters about it and like it was just so strange and very associated with other things at the time and i just thought you know like okay well i mean this is what the internet says i guess this is goth you know the cyber stuff like that that's it you know and like i i liked it you know i liked it all the same i liked all that stuff because i love electronic music and the more weirder and like scare your parents kind of electro like if dance music that can scare people like is really hard to come by when it's done appropriately so i appreciated that um uh so <laughs> when when i discovered all that i thought well that's what goth is but then later when i kind of came across more historical kind of like this is objective just kind of this is what it was considered in like the 90s and beforehand and i was like wait a minute i already know a lot of this stuff because you know it was just in my dad's like mixtapes you know like flood part one by sisters of mercy that was just in like a new wave mixtape and there was like a couple clan of zymox songs in there too you know and a fields of nephilim song at the very end and that was just all grouped together along with the OMD and like the Gary Newman, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah, it's interesting that you talk about this. Um, so, 
I have kind of a, a weird perspective about Marilyn Manson, actually. Uh, personally, I'm not a fan and never have been. Um, and when Marilyn Manson gained popularity, uh, I'm just going to be completely honest, I didn't get it. I'm like, I don't see how this is related to the goth scene at all. Like, it wasn't, oh, this isn't goth. You know, it's like, I don't I don't get why you would say that. Like, it, it didn't even register to me as related. Uh, but as the, as the mid-90s turned into the late 90s and Marilyn Manson became kind of ubiquitous, uh, I had this sort of hate-hate relationship with that. I still didn't like the music. Um, and I really did not like hearing it at clubs. Of course, I was very pretentious then. Uh, I'm only just pretty pretentious now. And um, and and so Preach. and I, I really did not like being compared to Marilyn Manson, which still happens, by the way. Um, you know, because of the way I look and all of that. But the thing is that what you're talking about really kind of dovetails with this. Before the age of Marilyn Manson or the brief commercial success of Nine Inch Nails, I mean, we all we all have followed Nine Inch Nails for decades, but commercially, Nine Inch Nails is a one-hit wonder. You know, there's only one song most people in jeans and t-shirts could tell you about. Um, they don't know. Well, really? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and and before that, before the bands like that, the goth industrial scene. It wasn't just underground, it was also inaccessible to most people. This is before the internet as we know it today. So if you didn't live in a place that had clubs, if you didn't live in LA or Chicago or New York or Portland, Oregon or, or Dallas, uh, if you didn't live in a place where there were clubs, if you lived in a small town or even most American cities, you had no access to this. You might be able to find it through a mail-order magazine or through a friend that's visiting from another state, but that was it. And thanks to bands like Marilyn Manson or songs like Closer by Nine Inch Nails, suddenly people that had come to those places, you know, Wichita, Kansas, or and what have you, could go to a, a venue and be like, I want to start a goth night. And the people who own that venue were like, oh, sure, that's very popular right now. And they think it's all going to sound like Cold Chamber and Orgy and Corn. But the person who starts the night probably plays a real goth industrial night. And for the first time in all these places, everyone has access to that. So the people that live there that thought they were completely alone could come out and meet each other and realize they're not alone and hear new music that they had no access to. And then there's all the other people, the ones that are like, I'm depressed. I like scaring my parents. I'm into Marilyn Manson. I'm going to the goth night. And they would go and be like, this doesn't sound like Marilyn Manson at all. I'd, that's weird, but I like the music and I like the people. And and so people who never even knew that we existed and, and completely misunderstood what we were about still, you know, could come and join us and, and see the real thing. So thanks to, to stuff like that that used to annoy the living hell out of me on a daily basis, um, it, it really helped a lot of us find each other and find our music. And, and so in a way, I'm grateful to the, 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 the media interpretation of bands like Marilyn Manson. Uh, and in a way, I'm still annoyed by it because even now, you know, decades later, people still are like, you look like Marilyn Manson. I mean, that happened to me just the other night. Um, but 
still, you know, I'm willing to put up with that if it helps, you know, thousands of people over the 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 cross uh, across the United States and and beyond find each other and be together. That's a small price to pay for that. And so I I guess I've kind of gotten a little more pragmatic in my old age about this. But that that's I'm sorry, I just went on a really long time. But that that's what what I thought of when you were talking about about, you know, finding the the music and all that. I think there's a lot of ways to just like come through through the back door when it comes to the scene, you know, like there's a lot of tangential ways to get in. So I don't really blame anyone. Like I know a lot of people that like, I think that their entrance to it was like some completely unrelated, like stuff that a lot of, uh, I guess the English speaking world doesn't really make a connection to, but there's like a lot of, uh, you know, in the same way how there's like a lot of new wave bands that regularly get played at goth events right like mm -hmm. we hear a lot of stuff that's like you know uh, some the cure stuff you know obviously every like we don't need to have this conversation but like a lot of their stuff yeah like a few of some songs some albums we can call that goth and we can just move on and not have that debate forever but like they play some of their new wavy stuff they play the walk they will play the walk you know and, and so uh, you hear that stuff and uh I think that like it's easy for people to forget, but there was music that's similar to that from other countries as well, like Spain and Argentina and Mexico. Like, there's a lot of new wave bands that were basically kind of mimic, not mimicking, but uh, emulating a lot of stuff like Flock of Seagulls and The Cure. You know, like the there's bands like Caifanes and Soda Stereo from like the Spanish-speaking world that uh, basically were that. So the way that a lot of that stuff was played at their goth events over there in the in that part of the world like the same thing was happening here and now like those people passed on that music to to these people that are much younger and going to the events now and some of them are just djs you know and like i i totally see the connections happening there but i think maybe that's why we shouldn't <laughs> you know it's easy to want to be an elitist but like maybe we shouldn't force like the dustiest uh sisters of mercy ripoff bands <laughs> onto like young people you know like like because the club is about dancing you know so let's not force like the the chunky dad metal riffs in from like goth rock it depends on the club, right? You know, it also depends on how you're dancing. I think there's room for all of us. I, what could be more gothic than this conversation? I just want to point that out. Talking about what is and isn't gothic at the goth club, what could be more gothic than How did we find this? ourselves here? How did we find <laughs> ourselves here? That's what I'm saying. I can't. Like, <laughs> but it just always becomes that. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. I... I, I don't mean to hard segue, but I want to hear more of your work as male tears. Tell me about the song Dealer, if you would. Oh, actually, that's just going to tie into it. Like, you know, as I said before, the song Dominate was very much kind of inspired and influenced by the experience of playing in a lot of like kind of kink and BDSM kind of events, you know, that's for some reason they booked like a like a you know 80s inspired synth pop band like us at the beginning they booked us to play that so we got inspired by like seeing the dungeons and wanted to make a song like dominate and this time we were going to a lot of uh clubs that were playing stuff like agrotech and future pop and uh 90s stuff as well like uh you know like lords of acid so this song was basically inspired by 
getting offered drugs a lot at clubs, you know, which was kind of like its own thing. But as you know, being in a band, like sometimes that happens to you a lot of the time. And, you know, like it's really easy to just kind of say no, but it's very pervasive. And that's what this song is truly about that, like, you know, like seeing a lot of people in their, they look so fabulous and very trad goth and they like try and <laughs> try and like push some stuff onto you. So that's kind of like what this song is about. Uh, it's a great track again. Would you mind if we hear it? Oh, yeah, let's roll. Let's acid rock. Let's do it. All right, then, in just a bit, we are going to head out to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania with DJ Hyam, a.k.a. Jim Simonic. Got the Nightlife News, great event calendar there. More music, more requests, more me, Owen, more hanging garden radio show right here on BFF.FM. But right now, it is the band, Male Tears. It is the song, Dealer, and it is happening right now. Don't go anywhere.
Oh, man. Hanging Garden Radio Show. BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. Oh, man. That last song was good. That last song was in consequence. That last song was by Silver Walks. That last song did not come from me, Owen. It actually, well, we'll talk about that in a moment, I guess. Before that one... We enjoyed the Birthday Massacre, the song Video Kid. I had a suggestion to play the Birthday Massacre out of beautiful Spokane, Washington, over in far eastern eastern Washington, over by Idaho. I hope you guys are staying warm up there. And before that, we opened this set with Male Tears and the song Dealer. But going back to that really awesome Silver Walks song, as I stated prior, that did not come from me. No, that came from our other guest, all the way from Pennsylvania. It is Jim Simonic, a.k.a. DJ Hyam. Can you hear me, Jim? I, I can, yes. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. How are you doing? How is life? You do a ton of stuff. How's how's uh, the label? And I, I mean, I'm going to ask you a lot of stuff because you got so much going on. But first and foremost, how you doing? I'm doing great. Um, tired, but uh, other than that, I'm doing great. It's uh, you know gearing up for this new year of uh, of great music damn right there's so much good stuff coming out all the time we really do live in in a true golden age of dark music oh for sure yeah and and thank you for playing uh silver walks it's awesome uh, um, i'm glad you like it i love it you, like uh do you want to talk a little bit about silver walks yeah um actually i um that track uh, really blew me away. I, I first heard it when um, it was we released it as a single this this past summer, twenty twenty two. And um, for when the, Dan for the for the record, who is we? Well, I guess me. <laughs> Distortion Productions. Distortion <laughs> the, Productions. The record, yeah, the record label. Um, and um, uh we just had our 10-year anniversary uh this past summer and um daniel uh from Silverwalks delivered this single to us and i'm like wow this is it's got mark from cubanate as guest vocalist uh on it and i was like this is a this is a hit you know this is a uh you know should be played in all the all the clubs uh you know across the world and uh, i it just what a what a song and um and I, I first met Dan, um, I want to say a few, so like several years ago, we were, uh, my old band was playing a leather strip show in, uh, in uh, Wilmington, Delaware, and uh, he was a DJ there. And I think that's the first time I met him in person, but uh, yeah, very talented guy. Um, you know, I, I, he's become, you know, in, in addition to being a talent, he's a, he's a, he's a good friend and, uh, um, I just uh, I can't wait to see what he does next. So like uh, you know, thanks for thanks for the support on that. Oh, it's absolutely a pleasure. The first time I heard uh, in consequence, I was like, this is great. So oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you mentioned Distortion Productions, ten years. Uh, you've put out a lot of stuff, and 
uh, like I, there's a lot to cover because you've done so much in the community, and I mean that in more than just the playing music kind of way. Jim Simonic, you are also the the big savior behind the Electronic Saviors compilations. Uh, yes. Like, those are a lot more than just music. Do you want to tell people why those are a big deal? Well, I mean, it's it's become sort of its own thing, you know, and people interpret, you know, that uh, the 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 compilations as they they want to you know and it, it it helps people in in their own way um so i kind of feel like i told my story as a cancer survivor through those things and uh you know that's why i did six volumes like we did one every two years for 10 years and uh you know with the help of metropolis and philly um we we still uh, manage to donate every year to uh, cancer charities. So we're up to a total of one hundred and seven thousand dollars donated uh, to uh, to various uh, cancer charities. We we donated to a place here in Pittsburgh called Young Adult Survivors United, uh, and we donated to the University of Pittsburgh um, Colorectal Cancer. Uh, medical fund which is run by my surgeon who essentially saved my life so um those things those those pieces of music i i can't really call them albums they're just like like just giant pieces of music to me i i i i'm glad that they're received in the way that they are and uh, we are actually doing an electronic saviors panel at the at the dark force fest um in uh in april uh, up in uh, Jersey, so uh, I don't even think that's been announced yet. So um, it has now. There, you, got a, you got you got an exclusive. <laughs> so I, yeah, we're gonna do a we're gonna do a panel and uh, and talk about upcoming stuff and and like including the Lost Boys soundtrack that we're working on. So if you guys like the Respect the Prime and the Draven's mixtape uh, soundtracks that we did, that's gonna be the next one. It's gonna be called um, Be One of Us. So. Uh, yeah, that's the next Saviors project that we're doing. And the money goes to fund cancer. Well, cancer yeah, research. Yeah, well, not and... cancer research. <laughs> yeah. like... um, <laughs> we're, we're not out there with an I heart cancer uh, sign or, uh, you know. Uh, but, uh, no, uh, yeah, we um, we donate the, uh, the proceeds to... Um, charities of of our choice and just this year well we i mean we donated to cap for kids in colorado uh bone marrow foundation in new york um you know like i said young adult survivors united we donated to gilda's club of western pa who, who eventually became our clubhouse i think they're still uh pretty active here in in pittsburgh um and uh i mean i want to say we Oh, and we've also donated to people's individual GoFundMe campaigns of people that are like struggling financially or um, can't pay medical bills that are, you know, because they have to pay for their chemo or, or uh, you know, they can't pay for their chemo. So we, we kind of tend to help them when we, you know, when we can. I just, I just want to take a second and say thank you for that. I mean, there's so many people that everyone involved with the electronic saviors project and, and you may be spearheading it but there's all the people that have donated music all the people that have worked on oh, uh, yeah. on that yes. project and i mean 
it, it's it's incredibly moving to see people doing something so selfless and and so helpful to people in their time of greatest need and and six figures uh also yeah, yeah. like so really thank you for the good you do in the world and and well, all the people that have helped you do it well yeah i i can't i can't you know talk about this without acknowledging all the bands like over 400 bands have been involved with this uh over the course of 10 years and uh, or 12 years at this point and um you know i i can't really talk about it without mentioning dave heckman um who we lost this year uh uh from metropolis because without him um this probably wouldn't have happened uh, so yeah, uh, I I always like to to reference Dave and and give him credit whenever I can um, because uh, he was a very important person. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean it's it's helped the I I want to say it's helped the scene grow and and unify. Um, and uh, there there are so many meaningful songs on those things that you know i i i think the the label you know grew out of it i don't think distortion as a label would exist without those things um so uh that really means a lot to to hear you say that so thank you i'm sure a lot of people feel that way so thank you uh, I'm going to do a hard segue because they're really you, you do so much stuff. You are also in a band called Red Locust. Yes. Uh, it's, I, uh, go yep, on. Yep. Um, I uh, Red Locust started in 2016 with my partner Lee, who used to be in a band called Aslan Faction, um, and uh, and so we put out two records. We're working on our third, but we just got booked to play the Mechanismus Festival in Seattle this summer. That's going to be great. Uh, yeah, I cannot wait. It's going to be our very first West Coast appearance. Um, and uh, in addition to that, we have our, our first appearances in Tampa, Florida and uh, in Madison, Wisconsin as well. So, uh, so yeah, there's going to be a lot of cool Red Locust stuff uh, going on. We're going to try out some new material and uh, that I'm actually writing right now. We hope to have the third album out by the end of the year. That's awesome. And, and so... When you're not uh, playing in Red Locust, when you're not spearheading Distortion Productions and the Electronic Saviors compilations and projects, and you are also, Jim Simonic, DJ Hyam. You, you DJ yes. in the Pittsburgh area in the goth scene. Uh, what is going on in, in the Pittsburgh goth scene? Are there a lot of clubs? What are they like? There are a lot of nights. I will, I will, you know, club nights. I will tell you that. Um, I just spun at one called Synthetic on Saturday night, um, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, um, Ash and uh, and Brian, um, two DJs who uh, run that night, there they've had me guest there a few times, and um, that's just one of uh, like I think three nights that those guys do. They do one called Cobwebs, I think. Um, and they do one called Requiem, which has, you know, been going for about 10 years. So those are all monthly events. But I mean, there's 
There's um, Second Skin, which is uh, Erica's night. That happens at the Brillo Box. Um, the other nights I, I just mentioned happen at Cativo. And there's there's upcoming nights. Uh, there's a night called Hecate coming uh, in February at Black Forge Coffee, which is where I do all my live shows. Like whenever bands are coming through Pittsburgh, that's where they play. Um, but uh, there's a night happening there that I'm excited about that uh, two friends of mine are doing. Uh, and, um, so yeah, there, there's a lot going on. There's also a, a night called evolution, which I think is more eighties, uh, and nineties focused. Um, and I think they do some, some modern stuff too. Um, but I think all of those nights, so like, that's like maybe six nights. That's uh, a lot for a city that, of that, that are, size. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh, there's also a, a night called obsidian too. Um, that, uh, that happens. So yeah, maybe it's more like seven. <laughs> wow. If you're, so, yeah. if you're just a steel town girl on a Saturday night looking for the fight of your life, uh, you're going to have yeah. plenty to do in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania by the sound of it. For sure. And each night has their, their own niche and, and style. And, uh, I think, uh, if you're looking for something to do, I don't think there's any shortage of things to do here anymore. You know, there was a while there where there was nothing going on. Um, but, uh, you know, usually the live show scene in the wintertime, there, there's not much happening. But uh, uh, that usually, you know, starts up again in spring and usually closes out around Thanksgiving. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's what's going on here. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a lot. Yeah. yeah, Pittsburgh yeah. is a beautiful town. It, it's full of of huge hills, and uh, I know that they, I've seen it in in like uh, superhero movies and stuff. If you're ever watching some superhero movie and you see the big yellow bridge, you're probably actually looking at Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yep. <laughs> like, what do you think makes the the experience of going out in the goth scene in Pittsburgh unique? Um, I think it's the diversity of, of the styles. And, uh, I mean, we have a, a good community here. Um, it's smaller than I would like it to be. Um, but, uh, I mean, that's, I think that's the case in a lot of, uh, you know, mid-level cities like Pittsburgh, um, that, uh, it's not necessarily huge whenever, you know, bigger acts come to town. Like Red Locust played with Front 242, um, in September and that was an enormous gig for us you know and uh, um, but we don't get shows like that that can draw 400 people often you know whenever you you have a show like that we can draw 400 you wonder why where are all these people at all the other you know industrial shows that, that happen and it's usually just they're smaller bands you know they they're not as well known there is you know but there's like this huge rift that's been happening ever since the nineties and where, you know, you'll have like those top tier bands draw, you know, hundreds of people, but then you have like this massive ghetto of bands underneath that, uh, you know, can't draw up, you know, 30, 50, you know, even a hundred people, um, because they're, they're just, uh, too small and not as well known, uh, because they either, uh, how can I say this? Uh, they they may not have started. They may be a newer newer act that that uh, came came around after the advent of the internet, uh, which you know a lot of bands you know Skinny Puppy Front Two Four Two KMFDM 
Frontline, you know, those bands were around long before, you know, so they they were they had built up an enormous catalog where if you're a new artist, you don't have that. And and I feel like in the in the post Internet world where you're struggling to get a few sales on Bandcamp, you know, and get your music out there that, you know, having already been around for that long definitely has its advantages over over the newer acts sure and i i will say this many many years ago i was uh living in a city where there was a really small uh goth club scene it, it was uh actually kind of surprising that it wasn't bigger and there was a big band that came through that doesn't play much uh and i went to the show and the show was completely packed, like like you're saying. And I was like, "Where have all these people been?" And then I thought, yeah. and I thought about it, and I'm like, "Well, here's the thing, though. the The people here, they're not just dressed up for the show. They have their hair still cut and dyed, and so on, in in you know goth club styles. So they're they have not." internally like to themselves they have not left the scene they have not left the the identity of going out because you can take your makeup off you can put your clothes back in the closet but you don't keep doing your hair permanently unless you're serious about continuing so yeah if you see that you know the people are really there yep so yeah, I, it, I I would talk to you all day, as I'm sure you've probably noticed. But it is only a two-hour show, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you uh, one more thing. Actually, two more things. Uh, one, Jim Simonic, how do we keep up with all this stuff that you do? How do we keep up with you as DJ Hyam? How do we keep up? with the electronic savior stuff how do we keep up with distortion productions how do we keep up with red locust the band where is everything how do people follow all of this and especially oh, okay. the electronic savior stuff well um it's all on distortionprod.com the website uh i would say that that's the main hub um but if you want to know about all those other things um, there are Facebook pages and Instagrams for distortion and, uh, and saviors. And, uh, you know, I, I've never created a DJ page for, 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 for anything. Um, but you could just go to my personal page, but I would say my personal page is probably the best source for what's going on currently. Uh, the, just the Jim Simonic Facebook page, um, and, uh, the distortionprod.com website, which is where everything is merch wise and news wise. Like whenever we sign a new band, that's the first place it goes. And then it, it'll filter out to the socials. But, um, uh, yeah, that's, that's the best place to, to get all the information. So distortionprod.com. And, and as we, as we let you go, you do have another song for us. It's an Eva X song. You want to tell oh, yeah. us a little bit about what we are about to hear? Uh, Eva X uh, is a new signing of ours. We signed her this year. And uh, it's uh, Gabby Gustafson, um, who is Canadian. Um, and her stuff is just phenomenal. Like, I, I had been talking to Gabby since Electronic Savior 6 um, came out. 
because uh, we had the very first released Eva X song on there, and uh, I think I think that was her very first released song, like at least commercially released. Um, and uh, so I've I've had my eye on her her talent for a long time. Um, so I was hoping that when she she did have an album that she would send it my way. And, so, and sure enough, you know, we signed her. Uh, I, I, she just played Pittsburgh a few months ago and uh, and played the Unconvention with us uh, up in uh, Jersey. And uh, I got to see her play live twice. So um, that was a real treat. Uh, but she's incredible, uh, really talented, really hardworking. And uh, you're going to hear Control, which is uh, the new single, which is going to be out this spring. Red Locust has a remix on there, um, and there's going to be, uh, I think, a Tragic Impulse remix, um, and some other guys doing uh, doing remixes too. So that'll be a maxi single, um, and uh, uh, so yeah, you're you're going to hear Control, and uh, I do want to plug a couple other releases that we have coming up. Uh, we just Please put do. out the the uh, Therapy uh, Trippy EP came out just this past Friday. Uh, the first Friday of February, we have a new interface single featuring Morgwitch. Uh, uh, that's called Spellbound. That's coming out uh, the first Friday of February, which I believe is the second. Um, there is a new Trade Secrets single called Someone Else's Dream. Uh, and that comes out uh, the third week of February. And then we have a new Dog Tablet album coming in the spring and a glass apple bonsai album in the summer uh in addition to the eva x single control which is what you're about to hear this is a lot of really good stuff oh yeah <laughs> it's in trust me it's all <laughs> it's all fantastic so i can't wait for you guys to hear it well you don't have to wait long let's do it right now <laughs> well in just a moment we are going to have more time with mail tears we are going to have the nightlife news. We have a hell of a calendar of events for you. It's going to be a really great week. We've got more music, more requests, more me, Owen, here on the Hanging Garden Radio Show. Thank you so much, Jim Simonic, for everything. And I I mean that, like, really. Thank you for not just the music and the dancing. Thank you for helping save people's lives with music. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me, and I really appreciate you saying that. Thanks so much. This is the song Control by Eva X, as played by Jim Simonic, a.k.a. DJ Hyam, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We'll see you on the other side! Poking in my mind, the powers that keep me confined Think a part of me is dying, yes I'll take these things in stride
Botanicals on Etsy would like to provide you spa quality products using nature's purest ingredients. Allow the complexities of ancient beauty baths inspired by global royalty traditions or the simplicity of nature's healing concoctions to nourish your body and soul. Indulge yourself. Find Rare Rose Botanicals on Etsy and acquire your own enchanted bathing experience. Does your outfit or your home need that unique gothic touch? What we like to call gothique? Then visit gothly.co, an online store specializing in gothic home decor and fashion accessories at a great price. We also carry one-of-a-kind items created by local artists that will definitely make you stand out. Visit gothly.co. We are unique. We are goth. We are gothique. That's gothly.co. We hope you visit us soon. Well, hello there, James. How is your very first Hanging Garden radio show experience treating you? Oh, it's an extravaganza. I love the cobwebs on the ceiling that just materialized there out of nowhere. I love that coffin in the corner that started moving a little bit a while ago. I love the red strobe lights. It, it, it's it's pretty great. All this stuff I'm envisioning in my head as we're speaking and listening to this great music. <laughs> it's a hot time. You're not far off, actually. Uh, I've got a hot time for you of my own. I, I want to ask you the big question. Are you ready for the big question? Oh, let's go. Let's go. Here it is. Do you like songs about trucks and America sung in an unbelievably exaggerated twang? You know, it's giving, it's giving, get it away from me. <laughs> That's the best response ever. How about idiotic music consisting only of underdressed teenagers gesturing at the audience? <sighs> I think it's time to put it in its own tomb. <laughs> Speaking of things that should be in a tomb, maybe you'd prefer just to listen to someone screaming, screaming, screaming in an echo chamber about news that isn't even real. Gag me with a spoon. Right? Okay, I'm just going to get to the point here. 
If you want to hear good radio as opposed to what I just outlined, bff.fm slash donate. You can donate to the Hanging Garden Radio Show if you want by making a little note that it's just for us. You can donate to the show that comes before us, which is called All Sorts. Definitely worth listening to. The show that comes after us, which is called Rain Station. My Stinky Ass Brother Show, House of Love. House of Love. Or even the station collectively as a whole. There's a hundred shows each week on this station, a little bit more actually, and they are good. BFF.fm slash donate. If you value us, well, we ain't too proud to beg. And if we run out of money, well, you know, you always have those other fine radio options I mentioned. I'm sure those will do you just fine instead, huh? All past episodes of the Hanging Garden Radio Show are available for you to listen to anytime. Just go to bff.fm, find the show's page, click on Tuesday, and you'll find us right there waiting to be binged on. Now back to Owen for this week's event calendar. Let's do it! For those of us living in the lively and lovely locales of Northern California, I can report we are never short of a darkest sort of musical consort and social retort. Just keep in mind there are still spots wanting shots that ask that you mask. So the sharp-eyed will have arrived, supplied, gratified to abide when inside. And, as always, since a substantial subset of said sensationally spooky sonic soirees subsist simultaneously both in person and on the internet on platforms like Twitch, Zoom, and the like. No matter the distance, there's no resistance to the persistence of our existence together. So, with that said, let's do the nightlife news and let's keep you in the know about all that is happening this week in Northern California's fantastically full goth industrial scene. It all gets going with the considerably cool communion commencing this evening at San Francisco's most alphanumerically designated dance destination, F8, where Interzone will interject its interpersonal interlude into the interior. DJs Hex Embrace and Visk brilliantly beguile a bewitching bounty of beats, specifically those of the goth, industrial, and dark electro variety, free all night. Next up, the next night, next door down, Playland will be furnishing fine, fun, fetish frivolity at San Francisco's Cat Club tomorrow evening. Your specific selectors of superlative song include DJs Polyurethane and Tom Axe. They're there to tie up the front room floor, whipping up a stimulating supply of dark electro, industrial, dance dance pop and underground sound from throughout the decades, LGBTQ friendly jams and plenty more, while the backroom fully submits itself to that which cannot be spoken of. Come hungry, there's also lively gloom at the Ivy Room in Albany tomorrow because Luna 13 has some gothic metal numbers for you. Clockwork Echo will also be keeping time with their resounding agrotech industrial and DK Zero brings the sound of 90s guitar industrial into a decidedly 20s domain. But that's just the beginning, because I also have some pretty epic live shows for you this Thursday as well, starting right here with our guest tonight, Male Tears. They will engage the stage with the duo's dynamically driven dark wave deliveries, along with the memorable metal industrial of Esther Black and goth rock gurus in Retrograde. DJ Keys completes this enticing all-ages gathering. 
Or for something completely different, the, incomp the incomparable M. Lamar will be in Oakland to shower the dower at the UMA Gallery this Thursday. The work of M. Lamar is it's difficult to describe quickly, but in a nutshell, it's one part performance art, one part European classical music and opera, one part goth, and one part singer-songwriter music. It's probably easiest to just say, file M. Lamar next to Diamante Galas. I believe this is an all ages show, though you may want to confirm that if it's important to you. And incidentally, the UMA Gallery is in a former mortuary. I swear sometimes you just can't write this stuff. There's also a dark dancing afoot this Thursday in the South Bay because the new party known as Darkwave Dreams will be waking up the Hyde Park Lounge in San Jose. DJs C. Death and Plastic Disease are your macabre maestros of musical mirth, making manifest many minutes administrations of Darkwave, Postpunk, and more free all night. There's one more item, which I should probably tell you about up front that I don't completely comprehend, but it looks like it may be of interest to a lot of us here right now, so I thought I should definitely pass this on to you. An outfit called the Red Room Orchestra will be lodging in San Francisco's Great American Music Hall this Thursday to perform some of the legendary music related to David Lynch's, or more importantly for the purposes of the music we're talking about, Angelo Badalamenti and Julie Cruz's Twin Peaks. Now, if I understand this correctly, and again, I'm not entirely sure that I do, the orchestra includes cast members like Ray Wise, Michael Horse, and Christabel, as well as a host of musicians including Toby Dammit, also known as Larry Mullins from Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. People are encouraged to dress in costume related to Twin Peaks if the spirit moves them to do so, and this is an all-ages event. you know. What with the name and theme here, I would have expected the Red Room Orchestra to appear at the Great Northern rather than the Great American Music Hall, but, you know, what do I know? Incidentally, if you want to see the Red Room Orchestra do that same thing but for the classic 1984 film Repo Man, you are in luck because the next night, that's this Friday, they will be back at the Great American Music Hall in San Francisco for that one. This time, the extensive list of musicians includes the members of The Dwarves Plus Circle Jerks, and more, not to mention Bad Seed Toby Dammit and Kevin McDonald from the Kids in the Hall. DJ Omar Perez will also be there to share his flair at the affair, and again, this is an all-ages show. There is plenty more going on this Friday, though. Oakland's Golden Bull has a mesmeric musical montage made up of the dream pop doers dubbed Moon Days, as well as indie Chantus Luisa and the darkly ethereal post-punk of Parallel, which, to be clear, is a different band than the Canadian synth-pop band Parallels. Two different things. There's also delicious darkness descending on the North Bay when the cordial chordal communion called Reflection mirrors magnificent movement at Integrity in Vallejo this Friday. DJ Owen, he's weird, has got the rhythm with him, with, that's me, with an extensive exhibition explicitly ex exciting new and classic goth industrial post-punk dark wave epm death rock ethereal and much more for your dance and delight i will definitely do my best to keep your feet moving reflection is an early gathering going from 9 p.m to midnight and is open to folks of all ages 
free the whole time to come in and enjoy. See you Friday, Vallejo. This Friday is also the night that Club Seance haunts the halls of the Sky Room in Sacramento. And this time it's going to be cool because they're doing a tuneful tribute to bands on the labels that are related to Beggar's Banquet. That includes 4AD, Matador, Rough Trade, and XL Recordings. You can expect a superior supply of goth, ethereal, death rock, post-punk, and more, as procured by Seance's ghost hosts with the most, namely DJs Xander, Dyer, Zlaya, and Chat Noir, at this night that's always a scream! Of course... There is that other thing you may have heard of that will be taking over the Regency Ballroom in San Francisco this Friday and Saturday. That's right. It's that slam dunk. It's that sl- slam dunk hunk of steampunk with spunk. The Edwardian Ball. It's actually the final Edwardian Ball, by the way. So. It seems that after this weekend, this decadent display of dazzling delights and deluxe delicacies dedicated to darkly whimsical author Edward Gorey will not just celebrate historical times, but actually be consigned to them. As always, this year, the Fantastic Phantasmagoria features a diverse roster of performances, including Rosen Coven, the Renegade Opera, the Magic Lantern Midnight Theater, the Vaudeville Society Circus, the Hubba Hubba Review, Adam Smith, and really way too many more to continue to list here, as well as a Vendor Bazaar, Afternoon Tea, the Museum of Wonders, and Dancing with DJ's Speakeasy Syndicate, Limbs Akimbo, Ms. Margot and Vortech. This event from ages past is open presently to ages to all ages, and tickets can be procured individually or for each day as it or as a two-day pass. So uh, again, you can buy both days as a pass or each day individually. Not too far from there, this Saturday, there's a ceremony happening at the Cat Club in San Francisco that will no doubt stir the heart and soul of many of the dead souls currently tuned in to this digital transmission. I suspect you already know where I'm going with this one. Club Leisure is doing a special night that they are referring to as movement because they'll be going round and round in both rooms all night with all things New Order related, including some of Joy Division's signature shadow play. Plus, their particularly pleasing procession of Britpop, post-punk, and Madchester that always keeps your world in motion. Just have true faith that this is going to be a fine time indeed. Wow. Or (laughs) venture over the great granite spine of the West to where the sun always shines each day, but the night shines even brighter because this Saturday it's time for the biggest little goth club in the world. They're having their dark dance monthly ritual at Reno's Dead Dead Ringer Analog Bar. DJ Zenobio will be joining DJ's Uncle Rusty and David Draven for this great night of music and moderate mayhem to the sounds of goth, industrial, dark wave, post-punk, dark 80s, and more when it comes to one hell of a dark dance party. You know, Reno always hits the jackpot. Oh, man. Back on this side of the beautiful green and white wilds to our east, this Sunday evening, it's time to hit the floor at Club Absolution as it renders resplendent revelry at On The Y. DJ's Keys and Carney Robber will be there to advance chance dance, ready to frighten and delighten in the night in an entire 
intoxicating array of goth, EBM, industrial, dark wave, dark electro, and more. Bring your dancing shoes because you know you are going to need them. By the way, it is the 10-year anniversary for uh, DJ Carney Robber, just saying. Or, in the other direction, south, south of the South Bay, where the trees meet the seas. If it's Sunday, it's that time when the box takes over the Blue Lagoon in Santa Cruz, where each week the DJ cartel known as the Usual Suspects which this particular Sunday include, I believe, don't quote me on this, but I believe DJs Hex Embrace and Exocomp and, oh, oh, look, who's this? It's me, Owen, as we succeed in making music and mischief at this night of enjoyable industrial, great goth, pleasing post-punk, electrifying electro, and much more. The box is always a good time. Box is always free all night. And finally, oh man, finally. Last, but by no means least, there's Death Guild every Monday evening for 29 years. These dark souls have kept the San Francisco scene moving all through the night. It all happens at the DNA Lounge, where upstairs, DJ Sage and Bit give you just the right balance of awesome goth, post-punk, and dark wave, while downstairs, DJs Decay, Joe Radio, and Melting Girl do not disappoint with lots of the best industrial, EBM, and synth, and after a night of great drinking and dancing, you know there really is nothing better than a piece of some of the best pizza in town. Oh, man. James, you still with me after all this? Oh, of course. I'm listening with bated breath. I, I'm just listening with bad breath. What does male tears have coming up? Uh, well, a lot of things, actually, in a very short amount of time. So this Friday coming up, that would be February 3rd, we have our first single coming out, and it's going to be in support of an album, our third one actually, called Crypt, that's going to be coming out uh, via Avant Records, that's an Italian label, uh, that's happening April 28th, but the first single to promote it is coming out this Friday, it's coming up with a new little music video, we recorded it with my dear friend in LA, and it's going to... Uh, it's going to freak some people out, but when they see it, I think maybe they'll get freaked out in a nostalgic way, though. Uh, and we'll also be up north. We're going to go to Sacramento on Thursday, February 2nd. Then we're going to be in Seattle on the 3rd. And finally, uh, or actually, no, we're going to be in Portland on the 3rd, and, uh, excuse me, and then Seattle on the 4th. That's what we're going to do this weekend, you know, parting up north side of the West Coast. That sounds awesome. That sounds absolutely awesome. I, I was wondering, I know it's a little early uh, because obviously, um, you know, the, the single has or the album has not dropped yet. But I was wondering if we could hear uh, the song I Expire that's about to come out on the new Male Tears album. You mean early? You're, are you asking me for early access? <laughs> I'm asking. <laughs> Oh my god, I feel like Madonna in 1988. People really want to hear. I guess I'll give you here. I'll, I'm going to slip the tape over here. I have a cassette. I'm going to slide it underneath the desk, and here you can have it. Pop it in. Oh my god, I can't wait. In fact, I don't have to. You want to do it? Go for it. Let's press pop play. the tape in. This is right, right. 
<laughs> the world premiere of I Expire by our guest today, Male Tears, which is coming up on their just about to drop new album, Crypt. Watch for that. It's coming out in like, yeah, really, really soon. Are you ready? I'm, I'm so ready Let's go. Let's do Let's it. Let's rock and roll. On the Hanging Garden Radio Show. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. My name is Owen. Don't go anywhere.
Oh, no. No, it's too soon. Okay, all right. Well, you don't got to get the hook for me, but I will, I will, before we get the hell out of here, want to remind everybody the new Male Tears album, Crypt, is coming out. James, thank you so much for coming on the Hanging Garden Radio Show. How do we keep up with you? How do we keep up with Male Tears? How do we keep up with the new album? How do we keep up with your shows in Portland and in Northern California and Seattle? Where is all your stuff? Oh, you can find my things on YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, all just under the name Mel Tears. We're the band, we're the duo, and we're the only band that has called themselves that in history. So you can find us just at Mel Tears Music on Instagram or Mel Tears Band on Twitter. And if you just type that on on pretty much any streaming platform or even just YouTube itself, as I said, you can find us pretty easily. We're kind of hard to miss. Do you know offhand where you're going to be playing each night next week, this week? Yeah, yeah. Actually, we're going to be playing at a... I know that it's the uh, Cafe Colonio at a, in Sacramento. In, in Portland, we're going to be playing at the Coffin Club, which I heard it's really popping there. I heard that it's a really nice venue. You're going to love and it. And then we're going to be... Oh, yeah? You think so? Okay. Yeah, I can't definitely. wait. I, I've never been... I've never left SoCal, you know? It, like, basically, like, ever, I've only ever gone to Arizona and Texas a couple times for shows, but up north, never. And then in Seattle, it's going to be at the Central Saloon. So that's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm First excited for you. Yeah. It, <laughs> if you are looking for me, you will find me this Friday at the Reflection Dance Party at Integrity in Vallejo. You will also find me this Sunday at the Box at the Blue Lagoon in Santa Cruz. You can also, of course, find me on Facebook where I have four Facebook accounts. You've heard me right. Owen, Owington, Owensford. Feel free to add me, say hi, and again, by all means, keep those song requests coming in. A lot of the songs and bands that are requested for the Hanging Garden Radio Show come to me directly as private, personal Facebook texts from Messenger. I love playing music for people. Definitely keep those rolling in, and thanks for sending them. Of course, you will find me next Tuesday right here on the Hanging Garden Radio Show when our guest is going to be Public Memory. That is some good music. If you haven't heard that, you are really going to want to. It is good. And we're going to go to beautiful Richmond, Virginia with DJ Jackie from Fallout. Legendary venue there. Oh, man. Thank you so much to Male Tears. Thank you to Jim Simonic, a.k.a. DJ Hyam in Pittsburgh. Thank you to the donors. We really are only here because you let us be. Until next time, stay safe, stay sane, and stay together. And stay tuned, because up next on BFF.FM, it's no, no, it's Rain Station. Almost said the wrong, th wrong thing. And you do not want to miss Rain Station, so stay with us. See you next time. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. The Hanging Garden Radio Show is brought to you by Owen and listeners like you who help us keep the show on the air every month. If you would like to contribute, go to bff.fm donate today and make sure to make a note that your donation is for us. I'm Davey Bones, the founder of The Hanging Garden. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific Time on BFF.FM for another episode of The Hanging Garden Radio Show. Bye.